Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're going to hear, amen, the word of God. Amen. From, amen, co-pastor, sister, pastor, minister, sister, to
tonight. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just want to tell you thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all you're doing right now. Thank you for all you have, Lord. Thank you for all you're going through. Lord, we just thank you for being on the hell of our life on tonight. Lord, we can ask that you come in. Come in, Lord, deliver. Stay free. Set the couch free, Lord. Stay. Stay the fact. Sit down your Holy Ghost, Lord. Sit down your tongues, Lord.
tonight, Jason, please turn it down. Amen. Thank God for this far, amen, that he's brought us, amen, amen, the service, amen, that the music sounded so good and made you want to keep going, amen, amen, but Jason over here just cutting up on his own, amen, amen, he ain't done it all on his own, amen, amen, but amen, I, I tried to hold myself and not just get into it, because then I wouldn't have been able to preach, amen, but amen, the service, amen, you can feel the power of God, amen, and I thank God for it, amen, just his presence, his grace, amen, to be amongst us, amen, we don't deserve it on tonight, amen, but he is so gracious and so kind unto us, amen, he yet had mercy upon us, amen, even in our own sinful ways, amen, because we're not perfect, amen, we're trying to get there, amen, but we, the word tells us we fall short daily, amen, so we have to repent, amen, every day, amen, amen, and repentance means to have a changed mind, and accept God changes your mind.
from St. John on tonight. Amen. Still trying to expound on the chains being broken in our lives. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be coming from St. John. Amen. The 8th chapter. Amen. And I'm starting at the first verse. And I and I'm, I got a little small subject of my own to go with the theme. Amen. Let's drop your rocks. We don't need no more condemnation. Drop your rocks. Amen. John 8. First and, and one and all. I'm going to be 1 through 11. And it reads, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning he came again into the temple. And all the people came unto him. And he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman has was taken in adultery. That means she was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what says thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to take they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at him. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman, standing in the midst, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Amen. I thank God for this scripture. Amen. On tonight. Amen. I thank God for how it's something. Amen. How. I, I want to just say how this got started before I go into that, amen, amen. Uh, like, I think it was February, I think around that time, amen. Amen, I was working, driving, doing my job. And that night, I had a dream. And the, in the dream, the Lord told me, put on the tent, my Bible. In the, in the tent, the first person that I seen was Pastor Charlie. And then, I, and then some more people came in. I ain't got no names, but some more people came in. And, they, and when they came in, it was like it was trying to take over the service. And I was like, no, that ain't the way the Lord said do it. We got to go the way the Lord said do it. So, and, then, and I woke up the next morning and I said, I got to call Sister Norm. Because I heard, the, I know the Lord. I'm, I'm, I called my companion, tell him I'm all excited. And I'm saying, I, the Lord said for us to put on the tent revival. I know we. No, been doing what we've been doing, but it's time to get busy. So I'm all excited telling him. So then, before I could call Sister Norma, she called and left a voicemail on my phone. And I said, now I know this God. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't even get the call of the same day she had called. And I told her, and I said, I'm going to be obedient. Yeah. We're going to put on a tent revival. I'm going to put it at Zen Park. I don't care. I'm just going to do what God say do and let him have his way in it. So I thank God, amen, that that was it, amen, and that was just God showing me it's time for us to go to work, amen. Amen, I'm glad that in that 
it just stirred up my spirit to not just start with this, but I want to reach souls. That's my desire. Amen. Amen. Each night we had each pastor to come up to say, no, as they were introduced, what their ministry was about. But TRC is not, we're not starting a building church. Our goal is to help the churches that are already established. We have enough churches built up. We have enough buildings in the place. So our, what our, me and my companion want to do is bring souls into some of these buildings. We don't want to work. We doing this on this corner, you on that corner. We want to work as one. As the body of Christ teaches us, we got to be one in the body. Amen. So what the hand can't do, the feet might do. And that's what we want to find ourselves doing. Amen. Coming together in the body to expound the word and give people a chance to know who God is and how to serve him and know that he is love. That the condition that you are in, you don't have to stay in it. Because God loves you greater than what you think you in. He got better love for you than the place that you in. Amen. So I'm going to go on, amen, and drop your rocks. Because we don't need no more condemnation. Amen. And I'm going to just give a little background. Amen. In this um, scripture, amen, Jesus had just, in the previous chapter, he was with his brethren, amen, his own brethren, natural brethren, telling him, go to the day they had the Feast of the Tabernacles. And he teaching. But he didn't go when his brothers went. They told him to come on and go show the people who you are. Because they doubt. They don't even believe he Jesus. So come on, let's go to the Feast of Tabernacles. The people ain't going to believe who you say you is unless you show them. But he, he tell them, now nah, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. So he, they go on and he come on behind them. And when he come, he begins to teach the people. That was his main goal for being here. God wanted to, Jesus wanted to teach the people. And, and really leave the religious acts that the Pharisees and Sadducees had set in place for the people to follow. And he trying to let them know, we ain't following. I came to fulfill the law. We ain't doing what the law say no more. I'm going to fulfill the other law so you don't have to always just be stuck walking in that because I can forgive you of your sins. So he, he let them know. And it, when he went to the Mount of Olives, he began to do the same thing in chapter 8. And then he started teaching again. Let them know what thus saith the Lord. And here come the scribes and the Pharisees. Want to put down, tear down, and, and, and the biggest reason they was there was for him. It wasn't really that the, about the woman that was the adulterer. They wanted Jesus. Amen. So the first five books of the law of the Bible called the Pentateuch, also known as the law, is where we find the history of the covenant promise made between God and Israel. It is also where we learn of how punishment for any act of crime or sins committed against God or your neighbor was to be dealt with. The law that Moses wrote for the people specified that before anyone could be put to death by stoning, they could have a trial. In their trial, there had to be at least two witnesses that could give an account to the crime or sin taking place. But we will find in the text today it is questionable if this woman was caught one by her husband or by somebody in the mob that presented her to Jesus because only the woman was presented to, to Jesus, not the man. Why did you just bring her and then bring one? When we just all the same go, it takes two to tango. She couldn't be caught in the dungeon by herself. She had to have somebody there with her to, to be commended. And then so the Leviticus tells us in 2010, clearly it states that a man who commits adultery with another man's wife, even he that commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, they both shall be put to death. But only the woman 
was presented before Jesus. They let you know they, were, they didn't really care what she was doing. Oh, they only thing was they wanted to condemn God. They wanted Jesus to be, let me see what you think about. I want to know what you think about. Is you following the law? Amen. So who, I'm going to tell you who the scribes and the Pharisees were. According to the Encyclopedia of Britannica, the scribes had knowledge of the law and could draft legal documents like contracts for marriage or divorce for loans, sales of land, inheritance. That, that sounds like today. The people in, in big places can do these things. Amen. The Pharisees were a group of people that believed in the resurrection and following legal traditions that were not ascribed to the Bible, but to the traditions of the fathers, which is saying they follow more of what they were taught by the elders as they passed down their own perspective of what was right or not. And we can look at that and say, you know how they do that game and say, I'm going to tell you something and you tell the next person. Okay, and then you tell the next person. And as it go on down, some get left out. So how you know when it got, by the time the law got to this generation with Jesus, what was not, was that left out, what could have been left out from the beginning that they didn't fulfill, but they got their own understanding of it. And now this is how they saying, this is what you can and can't do. This is how you got to live. It's a day understanding of the word. Not for just being obedient to what the actual law spoke. So this group of, people, group of people had knowledge of the law, but did not operate fully in obedience to the law themselves. But they would find fault or wanted to condemn anyone who did not follow. Hence, the adulterous woman. So they're telling Jesus what the law says, not knowing he's the one that gave Moses the law, the father of the law. But because he didn't present himself the way they thought he should have come, they doubted what, that he was even the Messiah. Amen. I, I, I often, this is something that my companion brought to my attention, amen, just how we just talk about the word at times, amen. And every time they would be before, Jesus would be teaching the people. And the, the same group of people, religious people, get mad and they want to put him to death or stone him. Jesus would go right in the midst of the same people that they wanted, the sinners, basically. He, he disappeared in the midst of the sinners. And Darius like, why do you think that is? He looked just like them. He dressed just like them. It was no difference in his appearance from the sinner to, to himself. But the Pharisees and Sadducees stood out. Their appearance was different than what Jesus' was, but they expected Jesus to come looking just like him, to be look, be on the same grown throne of glory as they thought they were. But amen, at the end of the day, Jesus came humble. He came to this earth as an humble servant and did not put himself higher than he ought to, but his, his mind was, let me win the people. And the only way he could do it, it was to become as low as possible in a fleshly body. Amen. To give himself for our sins. We don't deserve that. And I love, I, I have loved learning the Old Testament since I've just been studying. And, and the Old Testament teaches you a whole lot of God even repenting himself. If you repent and come back to me, I'll repent and come back to you. Now what kind of God is that? Because the devil don't care. His main objective is to kill you and bring you to hell with him. That's all he wanna do is take your life and destroy your life and take you to hell with him. Amen. At the end of the day, amen, the woman that had the, uh, that was caught in adultery, amen, what the Pharisees and Sadducees didn't consider is what brought her to that state? If we don't look at the condition of people and what made, 
cause them to do the things that they do. Amen. She could have been in an abusive relationship with her companion. He could have been beaten on and everything. So she looking for a way out of that. Amen. It could have been abandonment. She feeling like I ain't got nobody. He too busy doing this, that, and the third, and ain't got time for it. So she looking for love. We don't know what her reason was. Amen. It could have been low self-esteem, or maybe she felt inadequate. That her purpose was not to be with her husband, but to but the gentleman that she was found with may have gave her that feeling of comfort, of love, or whatever it was that she was looking for. She might have found it in him. But instead of asking or trying to help her get out of the situation or help the situation, they wanted to condemn it. Whatever the reason she was caught in the act and forced to be humiliated before a mob of people who pretended that they wanted her stone. She is presented before the man that is that her accusers despise only because they wanted to know his thoughts on the matter. Amen. We gonna, I'm, I'm a, so this woman stood before Jesus and she didn't say a word. Knowing she was guilty of whatever they bought her before Jesus, she just stood there. Perhaps she felt in, my, in, in her mind, maybe this is my breaking point. Maybe he can help me. They brought me to this man. They say he the Messiah, so maybe he can get me out of this situation. Maybe this man can help me loose these chains that are binding me. Amen. But we don't, we don't consider all those. Amen. You can look at people like they might be on drugs or something. What caused them to go to that state of mind? Amen. So I can say I tried drugs. And my reason for trying them was just fitting in. Trying to fit in. Doing what my friends doing. And thinking that's a good thing to do. That's a great way to follow. We having fun. That's how I seen it. And then I just wanted to feel love. So, I, I'm, my mama loved me. Of course she did. But at the end of the day, I wanted to go beyond that. She did because my mama gave everything she could that, to go out and she worked hard and still will give what we call her for anything right now. Amen. But that, it go beyond that. You want to feel love and unconditional love. So, I'm out here smoking. I'm drinking. I'm doing what I think is no good to me to have fun, to enjoy life because that's what I thought my enjoyment was in the things that I was doing. At the end of the day, what I thank God for is somebody that slipped something worse in those drugs. Because I'm smoking weed. What a, and my mama had this experience. She's smoking weed with somebody, but somebody laced it. So you never know that the mind of people and what they're doing and what they're trying to take you to. You don't know. So what, what, we can't condemn people for the place they're in or the things that they're caught in because we don't know how did they got there. We don't know what the situation is, the reason why they're in that place. And we should be helping build them up, strengthen them, and help them come out because we were in that once in that same state and they need to know that they can come out just as God brought us out. He can bring them out. They need the same love that we experienced and wanted. Amen. And, and then you have people that's maybe stealing. I tried that, amen. Just, and I wasn't stealing because I needed it. I did it just to see if I could get away with it. How dumb is that? If I would have went to jail, I would have been crazy, crying like a baby. No, I don't want to go to jail. But I was doing it just to see. I want to see if I can get away with it. Didn't need it, and, and, and Lord knows, there could have been, he found out. And we wouldn't even marriage yet. What you doing stealing? I don't know. Just doing it just to be doing it. I wasn't coming to get you out of jail. God help me. Because I, I, I don't think I would have made it. I don't know. That's a, that is something serious right there. I do not want to go to nobody's jail. I, don't even want, I ain't going to tell you. I'm going for the gospel right now. It's on the other side preaching it to them not to be in their will. I ain't ready for that 
to him. Let me go freely so I can leave freely. Amen. I want to give the word what as God said, because I don't think I can take it. Not being on the all behind the balls. Those are chains. And they need to be broken. Amen. But we know that God is the only one that can break those chains. He's the only one that can deliver us from any and everything that we feel like we're lost in. Amen. And I'm glad on tonight that he broke my chains. Every chain of bondage that he, I was in, amen, he broke it. Amen. And nobody would take, amen, for me to come to God and know who he is, amen, as my Savior, amen. But I thank God that it, I'm just doing my own thing, amen. Just out here, and I've been like the adulterous woman, amen. I slept with a married man. I've been in fornication, amen. Just been out here just lowering myself, not thinking that I'm demeaning myself and lowering my standards just to say I got somebody. Life have to be lost. 
we'll, we can make another baby. And I felt like, now I ain't never had nobody to, to care for me like this. And I knew it was God using him to show me you can have love on this earth that you desire, but my love is greater. I just had to understand that. Amen. I couldn't, I can't put my husband used to tell me all the time I'm going to him for everything. Look at him, you're going to get me in trouble. You're trying to put me before God. I ain't trying to be before God. Quit coming to me about everything. You got to trust God. I'm like, well, but you done did it now. You done spoiled it now. So that's all I know is to go to him. But at the end of the day, now I understand better. Amen. Amen. I understand that I cannot, in a, I, my greatest, my number one got to be God. Amen. And my number one is God. Amen. I love God more than anything in this earth. More than my children, more than my companion, my grandchildren. I love the, the Lord because he showed himself to little old me. He showed me how great he can be in my life. Amen. And I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. I thank God for him just bringing me on and then we, I began to say, I want to be saved. I want to change. And I want to be like my aunties. And it, it was like, okay, so Lord dealing with him and I didn't even know it. He already started to go to church and I'm just going along just to go. But didn't know I needed the Holy Ghost. Didn't know I needed something on the inside of me to keep me from going back to those same things. To help my mind stay changed from the things that kept me down. Amen. So we went to church, amen. And amen, we'll come from church and he want to hear gospel and I'm putting on my arcade. And he said, Lord, have mercy, help me. Help me with this woman. <laughs> amen. I thank God, amen. He had patience to deal with me, amen. Till my breakthrough came, amen. Amen. And we moved back to Alabama and we and I, we, I went to visit my auntie, that, that's my aunt that did the prayer on tonight. Amen. We went to visit her. She said, I got something for you. Come on, let's go to church. <laughs> And she took us to church, and the rest is history, I like to say. Because we would, we gave our life to God fully, amen. I can say I did because God was already working on him. Amen. But I gave mine to God fully, amen. And change began to come slowly, amen. Amen. Because change don't come just like that, amen. But it's a slow process, amen. Like we was discussing that, and he said you have to do a 180. Because if you do it, you might go right back to the same mess that you was in. Amen. But God began to change. Change our minds slowly. Amen. To deal with us slowly. Amen. Amen. And as he did it, giving up the things that were not of God became easy. Amen. His love became greater. Amen. And now we learn how to walk in one as one. Amen. In the body. Amen. In trying to fulfill the will of God. Amen. And most of all, amen, to lift up the body. That's our greatest desire. Amen. We, we've been doing this. The last, we've been 23 years we've been saved and sanctified. Yeah. Holy Ghost filled, amen, and running for the Lord. Amen. But in the last five years, amen, it's been a change for us to learn, to expound on who God actually is as far as the relationship goes. That's what's important to God. How, how good your relationship is with Him is will determine what you can do in this earth and fulfilling your purpose. Because everybody in this earth has a purpose. God has something for every single one of us to do. But except we learn what this word says and how it applies to us each individual, we'll never know what that purpose is. And if we don't walk in it, how can we say we're going to enter into the kingdom? Because that all disobedience is in. And if you're not willing to walk in what he's saying and what he's telling you to do, to say you got some, like, I, I drive trucks. Wow. I 
often come up to a place where you have people standing out asking for money. Sometimes, I'm, if I have it, I give it. But sometimes I don't, So I, because I don't have it. But what if God telling me to give it? I'm like, I ain't giving them nothing. I'm looking down on them because sometimes you can think, what, how they get like that? I'm sure they had a, pray, a, um, a reason or a chance to do better. But we don't know what caused them to get to that situation. And if I say, no, I don't want to do it, just thinking like I ain't giving them nothing, then that's disobedience. All disobedience is sin, and that's just the simple things. And may God deal with us each individually according to our own understanding of the word. Amen. It's according to what's in you. He works according to the power that is in you, and he knows what you can handle. He knows what you can't handle. Amen. And I began to, amen, I was talking to when I first started, started driving church, I was pitiful. So pitiful. Amen. I want to come home every day. My husband said, you chose that job. I know it. Um, but I, don't, I want to go home. And I thank God for just talking to my auntie, Sister, Sister Mary, Sister Pastor Mary Stewart, just talking to her. She, I said, help me, please. She said, what you begging for? <laughs> you got God already. That's time out for begging. Ain't no more begging. You, you living it. You just got to walk in it. You just need patience. And I said, I know it. I know it. And when, when I hung up with her, I had, my, I had got a room that night and went into the room because I wanted to just take a bath and just soak in the tub because I hated it. And when I went in there and took that shower, I cried like a baby. But I, I cried thanking God just for the word to just say, go through this. Because at the end of the day, you don't know what it's going to make you to be. You, you don't know what God is doing for you in it. And so I was glad to, you know, I called every last one of them every now and then. When the Lord lay on my heart, I called them. And they just talked to me and they encouraged me. And they always have encouraged me. Stay in the, in the gospel. Stay in the word. Stay in the faith. Amen. And it, I can say on tonight, it's easy to do that on tonight because that's what I want. That's what my heart desires is to live this life. Amen. But I don't just want to live it for me. I can't just live it for me. Amen. Because it's somebody else that needs him. It's somebody else that needs to know that he loves them just as much as he loves me. Amen. I thank God for even my brother being here on tonight. Amen. It's a miracle to me. Amen. Just to see his face. Amen. When I told him what we was doing, he said, oh, I'm coming. I ain't been to church in a while. I need to come. And I'm thinking to myself, now, I know this the Lord. I know this is God right here. For him to say he want to be in church, I know that's God. Because he know a whole lot. Amen. Just us talking. Once I said that, we got to talk. And he just, you, you know, you got to show people love. And he just thought, I'm just listening to what he's saying. I'm saying to myself, thank God. Thank God for the word. Thank God for what he put in him and what he knows. Amen. It's a blessing to know what he knows. Amen. And, he, it's, and we often tell him, there's so many people you can help. Especially in the place where he lives. There's so many people that need to know the same love that he has. He can spread to the next person. Amen. And we got to go to work. Amen. We have, it's a war going on. And we got to fight. Amen. And we ain't fighting physical. Amen. But we fighting these demons that's in this earth. Walking this earth. Taking over people's minds and hearts. Amen. And making them think that they stuck in a place that they can't get out of. And, and the devil is alive. Truth, he is the way, and he is all that we need, and I don't 
what you going out buying all this stuff, making people think on the hour periods you looking like you got something, you living like something. It ain't hitting on nothing. At the end of the day, you still on your way to hell, or you still broke, or you still sad, or you got something going on on the inside. People might see it on the outside and think, yeah, you're doing good, but no. On the inside, you, you, if you went and bought the high price, this, that, and the third, you broke. You look like you got it, but you still ain't got that because you ain't got no money. Because you did, you complaining and, and you hurt because you broke because you let you done spend your money on trying to look like you got something. That ain't the type of God we serve. He don't care what you look like. At the end of the day, this, like I said, he looked just like the people that he was presenting himself to. He was able to blend in with the crowd because he looked just as they looked. Didn't try to put himself to be higher than anything that he ought to, but he lowered himself. Lower than the angels just to save our souls. Amen. I'm getting ready to close because I ain't mean to go this long. Amen. Amen. But we have religious leaders who were ready to kill and condemn Jesus as if he did not agree with any with anything they were thinking. We know Jesus Okay, but we have these religious leaders who were ready to kill and condemn Jesus if he did not agree with their way of thinking. Not taking the time to consider what put her in that place anyway. So Jesus is on the scene and he's listening to what they had to say, but he don't respond. He just let them go on and, get, and he stooped down right, ain't paying what they saying no attention. So it's like enough is enough. Like, what is it? I'm, I'm like, I'll be, I'm sure Jesus was like, I'm out here minding my own business trying to teach God's people and here y'all come with y'all judgmental shenanigans. Want to put, just condemn me. That's what you're here for. But he knew their purpose. He knew their reason for being there. Amen. And he just let, start that right. Looked up at him and said, if you would not see, you condemn. You would throw the stone there. But, that let you know, even the religious people, God, no, you ain't living like you're supposed to. If you got to walk away, he that's without sin, let him cast a stone amongst them. And they couldn't even do it. Their own conscience condemned them. Their own thoughts, just thinking of it, what they did. Knowing that the things that they did were not of God. So that the, even the oldest person, ain't no telling how many sins he done did, old as he is, ain't no telling how old he was. But he had to leave. So they're looking at him, okay, if he gone, might as well go on too. I done messed up too. Don't want to admit what you done done. But you want to condemn her. And we got to stop doing that. Stop looking down on the brethren just because they don't do it the way we think they should do it. That's not God. At the end of the day, let God be the judge of the situation that the person is found in. He is the one that condemns. Amen. We are, are we told that the saints going to help judge the world, but we judge with our lives. Not putting our mouth on these people because once you speak something on them to condemn them, you don't know how. They, they could be in a state of depression, suicidal. We don't know what that person is going through. Instead of building them up, we condemn, we tear down. And we got to stop doing that because the, the, this world needs somebody. It needs a deliverance and a savior. And it need, we got to be the light to show the world that Jesus is still reigning and ruling in this earth. Amen. At the end of the day, they, when they couldn't condemn, amen, at the end of this same chapter, 
after he began to teach more and more, they ended up picking up those saints some more stones to throw at him. Because that was their, was their whole objective. They wanted him. And he was able to get away in the crowd without them even knowing that he left. And that's just who God is. He showed when we need him to. Amen. He proved himself when he, we need him to. And he will manifest himself when, when we need him to. But he allows us to go through trials just to build us up. Amen. I would get so frustrated in the truck sometimes. And, and God just began to say, what you, why, why am I allowing myself to get frustrated like this? It's, this ain't nothing but the devil. And then I heard him say, just like you have to come to me, he got to come to me. So he ain't got no more power than you. You got the Holy Ghost. We got some from on high. We got more than he got. But he got to go to God just like we do and get permission to even bother us. So what, what, what can he do to us? Only what we allow. That's all. He can't do no more than we allow him to do. And we got to have the power and the faith, amen, to stand firm on the word of God and use this word, amen. As he was reading from the book of Enoch, amen, in that same book, it, it tells you, Amen. The only way the devil will flee from you is through prayer. When he hear you praying, he flee. Amen. And that's just telling you prayer is a powerful thing. Amen. God just spoke the word. Amen. When you came to God after came to Jesus after his 40 day fast. Amen. He just put the word on you. Amen. That let you know knowing his word, you gonna put the, he got to go. Because you just speak the word and he can't do nothing to you once you speak the word. It ain't gonna make him flee. Amen. But I tonight. I thank God, amen, for his word. I'm not going to continue any longer. Amen. I, I was wanting to close out. Amen. But I done went too far. Amen. Amen. God gave too much. I, I, I didn't even expect to say as much as I did. Amen. Amen. But I thank God for his word. Amen. Amen. I thank him for his power, his anointing. Amen. I thank him for his love. Amen. I thank you for being just a wonderful and great God. Amen. Amen. I thank God for just being in the place. Amen. Amen. His presence being in the midst. Even under this provision, amen, thank God for the souls, amen, that were willing to just sit and hear the word, amen. Amen, we even seen one over there was praising the Lord in his own way, amen. Amen, and I thank God for that, amen. I thank God that his word is going out, amen. He said it will not return unto him, God, amen. Amen, chain, he is a chain breaker, amen. Amen, and he wants to break chains, amen. Amen, in Jesus' holy name, thank you.
Jesus' name.